Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Wild Chats, your home for everything animals. I am Ryan. That, as always, is Maria. <laughs> that is always is Maria. <laughs> yes, she's always Maria, uh, unless she's in her own little world, in which I case I don't know what she's called in her fantasy world of, of <laughs> fun and, and unreality. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> so. Um, so today I wanted to have a little bit of fun with uh, our, our two favorite uh, house pets uh, for most people with cats and dogs and uh, kind of how they get along or, or don't get along. But this one's going to be more dedicated to uh, the, the cats and dogs that, that have become friends. Um, we'll do another one later because there's some really fun ones of, of cats and dogs just going at it. And you're just like, why did I get both of these as pets? I have to live with this for the next 12 years. But <laughs> yes, yes. Um, have you ever owned cats and dogs at the same time? Not at the same time, but I used to live in a house that had cats and dogs. Okay. Um, my girlfriend had a rescue and I was living with her and she had cats and dogs coming and going all the time. And that's where Pepita came from. So Pepita's okay. best friend at first was actually a cat. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's right. You told that story before, and then all of a sudden the cat just didn't want to be friends with her anymore. Yes. She's so, so antisocial now. She's like, I had a cat friend. I don't like cats anymore. It's funny because when you were talking about the dichotomy of having a cat and how they become friends or videos where cats are not friends, I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? You actually, it could happen within a couple of months. That's a good point. I forget how fickle I'm. I've never, my sister had a cat, but I wasn't living in the house at that point in time. So I mm -hmm. saw it on visits. Maybe I was there for a little bit, but I was just never in the house. I was at that age where you just don't spend any time at the house, you know, 16, 17, 18. Um, but so I've never really interacted with cats that much as far as pets. So, But they are pretty uh, fickle, finicky guys. It just depends on. It could be. Yeah, you're right. Everybody's got their own personality. Because my cats, my cats were more like dogs. Okay. And uh, the dog is more like a cat. Go go for it. Gotcha. So you got the cats that like chase balls and stuff like that. and, and Well, uh, more like they'll come if you call them, which is okay. to me such a dog behavior. Okay. More than a cat behavior. Again, depending on your dog, some you call them and they just look at you like, yeah, right. <laughs> say, Hello, this is not with me. I feel like it. I'm, I'm having a cat day. Don't, don't mind me. I'll be over here doing my own thing. We have a saying in Spanish that uh, refers to animals like the fleas were not good that day. Okay. It's a, like today is a bad flea day. <laughs> okay. My mom says that all the time about Pepita. It's a bad flea day. Oh, like when they're just kind of having a bad day in general, like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Just can't, like, can't deal with any more. She's dealing with the fleas. She can't take any more. She's just having a, okay. It's like a bad hair day. You just have a bad flea day. Okay. Yeah. You don't see dogs with bad hair. Well, video coming up. There's some dogs with some bad hair days. Uh, that, that'll be fun. So I just set it up really nicely, didn't I? Without having a clue. <laughs> I don't know where it is in the, uh, the schedule. I tried to, you know, we... We took a couple of days off recording and then I tried to put some stuff together, but I don't know exactly where everything is in the order. So uh, but there is one coming up that's that's fun about uh, dog haircuts and, and lack of haircuts and experiences at the groomers. And this one poor dog that they tried to make look like the Grinch. They like gave it the whole hairstyle and that's uh, a thing. But yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I could just, I have stories. I have stories. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, I'm. In my brain, I've always got all the other clips from like the past videos and the future videos and everything else. That, that's always fun. Um, oh, just so you guys know also. So as always, like we said, we love reading the comments and stuff. And some people were commenting that they wanted to see us do more like informational type videos. So we actually did start an animal facts series uh, like a week or two ago. So if you guys want to go back and check those out. Um, so we're just doing like specific stuff on like bears or crocodiles. There's some facts. There's some like fun stories about the animals. Then me and Maria do some fun quizzes and stuff like that. So, uh, they're pretty entertaining and they're pretty information filled. And we try to avoid the, a cat can run this fast. A dog can jump this high. We're not doing that kind of fact stuff. We're doing like the fun, obscure, like random, wait, I didn't know that cool story kind of stuff. So I think you guys will enjoy them if you want to check it out. But 
to kick off today, we are going to uh, start with, of course, puppies and kittens. Because how do you not start with puppies and kittens? And uh, and and these guys, I think these guys are friends. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess because this little kid right here wants nothing more than to get to the other side. Oh, yes, he's coming. Yeah. My friend is coming. Let's let's hope this doesn't go poorly though, because this this can go one of two ways at this point. <laughs> it, it could really go bad. Like the, these could be a problem. Yes, yes. But he's a cat. Cat's got good balance. I think he's gonna be alright. He's gonna swat. But, <laughs> I don't know if the dog friend is helping. Ah, uh, he's he's being a dog. I mean, he's trying to kiss and lick and be adorable and cuddly, but he's probably not helping. No. <laughs> no, no, guys, like, if you move out of the way, I'll be there faster. Like, yeah, just get out of really, the way. I'm basically here. You just need to get out of my way. <laughs> Literally. Like, just, yeah, I'm too excited, man. I'm too excited. Look at that fat <laughs> belly. Look how adorable that puppy is. It really is. <laughs> that is what? too precious. What is that? A golden retriever, maybe? Yeah, but it's very long, so it has to have a little bit of a uh, of a dachshund. Looks like it has a, a very, very long belly. But the ears look, are very beagle esque to me. He's got it does. I think it's a, a yeah. It could be. It's quite a mixture because the body's really long. The legs are really short. But it's an adorable are, critter. Beagles are built like that too. Though they've got the long body, short legs. Could be like a beagle golden retriever, maybe. What? Yeah, I yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's a very good point. It's just very blonde and it threw me off. So I went with Dachshund because I have girlfriends who have dogs, Dachshund sausage dogs that look kind of like that tan color. Oh, really? Every time I see them, they're always like black with like dark brown spots and stuff like that. I've never seen like a light colored wiener dog. Oh my gosh. When you see them with different colors, like they look like they have white and brown and yeah, the people across the hall used to have two uh, Dachshunds, and it was like a, an adult, and then I don't know if it was the dad or not, but it was like an adult one and, and a puppy one. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, this, they're interesting. I wasn't a huge fan of them until I got to interact with them. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is a pretty cool breed. Like, it's, you know. It's a pretty cool breed. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I mean, they're so, great hunters. They're great hunting dogs. It doesn't yeah. look like they will be a hunting dog, but they are... They tend to just burrow, and and they're more of yeah. the burrowing kind. Any of those low to the ground dogs, that's usually what they were bred for, is for like gophers and, and ground extraction dogs. team. They're the extraction it, team, basically. Basically, <laughs> yeah. The canine unit extraction team. <laughs> Did you find see super pets or something? Now all of a sudden, I have like, not. I'm waiting for it to come. Still <laughs> hasn't seen super pets. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Once it comes on DVD, I watch it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, right around now, it probably should be. So you might want to look it up. I will. Might want to look it up. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. So I did not. Uh, so sometimes you have that problem when there's new, one of the animals has babies. And then how's that Ooh. interaction going to go? Especially with dogs, because like we saw in the last video, dogs are so curious and sometimes they can't kind of control or withhold themselves. Um, now, I don't Aww. like this. Yeah. You see the owner lift the puppy up. Uh -huh. He does a really good job. Like he's trying to contain himself, you can tell. And but the female is uh, cautious. Yet. Oh. Kitties, they're so adorable. It's like the the cat is the puppy's friend. The puppy almost doesn't care about the kitten so much. It's just more of what are these new things taking up my friend's time? Oh yes. Later in the video, like the dog really just more wants to spend time with the cat, not yeah. necessarily the kittens. Yeah, well, he doesn't know what that is. Yeah. What those kittens are. Oh. Yeah. That is that is the epitome of beauty right there. Uh -huh. Like the gentleness of the of the young dog because he's very young, mm -hmm. and uh, the female or the, is like okay, tone it down a little uh -huh. bit. Yeah, well, because she can't move either, so she's got it because the kittens are nursing. She doesn't have the ability to kind of, and the dog's probably like, well, we usually play, so. Um, it definitely is calling her attention. That was that was 
beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful tender moment right there. It's also a pretty full house because uh, they, they didn't get that dog that long ago, clearly. No. Cat, kittens, and puppy all mixed into one. Yeah. That's that's like lining up your next 12 years, basically. It's like, all right, we've got the kittens and the dogs. And I mean, didn't uh, you were talking about that before, something about how getting, like, how do you get animals together? How do you get them to, like, get along? What's the best way to kind of make that happen? That's a very good question. Really, when you're trying to, to get two different species, or let's begin with same species, you still have to follow a protocol. Just because they're from the same species or a different species doesn't mean they're going to interact immediately, especially with cats. Uh, with dogs, what I did is I will take Pepita, like when I went to introduce Pepita to her cousin, to my sister's dog. I told my sister, get your dog outside, make sure your dog is tired. Because he was a little aggressive. Gotcha. I'm like, just get your dog really, really tired, and then we'll meet outside the house. Yes. Go for a walk together and enter together. And the dogs were immediately okay with each other. Okay. With my cats, when I introduced my cat to the other, my male cat, who is always sweet and kind, was mad. He was hissing at Petunia. Her name was Petunia. And Petunia, and Petunia was like, oh, my gosh, what is this? So I had to keep him separate for a very long time. Um, I even bought hormones. Like um, They have these nice hormones that you plug in. So the pheromones relax the animals. Oh, okay. And like then after plug in things like the scented. Oh, interesting. I didn't know they had yes. that. Yes. Okay. It helps them calm down and the pheromones just, just make them more attractive to one another. Okay. But it still took about a month to get them used to each other. Like first they'll sniff from under the door. Then I got a really tall door, uh, dog uh, gate. Okay. A very tall. And the same thing with, with pets. The younger, the better to introduce them, like a cat and a dog. The younger, the better. Uh, just because. But if the dog is sweet or the cat is sweet, you know, you just you just have to keep an eye on, on things. You don't leave them alone until you know they're for sure really good friends. And okay. then you also have to learn a little bit about body language. And you just kind of get to get to read them a little bit. Yeah, that was one of the things that I, I picked up somewhere along the way, too, is that, like when you first get them, even if it looks like they're getting along really well, you still want to keep them separated into their own spaces because you don't know what's going to happen when you're not there. Especially um, even feeding. Okay. All right. And they, they could always be a misunderstanding. So you have to keep an eye on them at first. Yeah, I think that's the one thing. Like we, we have a hard time reading animals and stuff, but then sometimes animals don't always read each other that well. So it could be that the dog is pawing to play and the cat thinks the dog's pawing as like an attack or an aggressive movement. So exactly. I'm like doing this, reaching from above for a cat, that's super offensive. Yeah. And then yeah. for a dog, it's super offensive that a cat is rubbing against them, especially if they're close to their toy or food. Gotcha. So when you understand the difference between their behavior and what, what they're understanding or picking from each other, at least yeah. at first. So it's more like, okay, your dog could be misunderstanding the cat. The cat just wants to play. It's natural for them to rub against each other. They do that as a sign of friendliness. But for a dog, it's not. For them, that's almost like you're butting me and, and kicking me out and you're going to steal my food or my friend. Yeah, they, I guess they, they, they have their own ways of kind of cuddling or showing attention or or trying to get space. Um, let's see. Here, I, I have a good example of that, actually. See, this is what can happen. Dude. You don't get to watch that one yet. No, no. Hold on. No. That one's that one's for later, everybody. This is the one that I'm going for. See, the cat Aww. just it's its sleeping spot was right on top of the dogs, but then this 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 guy thinks that that's his spot. So. Hello, this is my spot, you guys. <laughs> Look at the cat. The cat is like, uh, excuse you. Exactly. Did you see that discontent face? Like he was not happy. Look at it right there, right there. Boom. You. Like, but what can I do about it exactly? Hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then the cat is like, okay, fine. But eventually they may find, you know, they may find each other's spots and, and get along well. But Pepita and Apollo, um, not Apollo. Uh, what was his name? Apollo was my other cat. But Pepita's best friend was named Flame because it was okay. a Flame Point Siamese cat. Okay. And he had been rescued and he was pure bones, pure bones. 
So Pepita kind of cuddled him and the other dogs adopted him. So mm -hmm. one of the bigger dogs who was a, um, a mixture between a pit bull and something else will actually nanny him. Like that was his kitten. He will bathe him two, three times a day. It was just, he took such good of, of him, of flame. And then Pepita will play with flame. It but that's again, that's that's what pit bulls are. They they used to be called the babysitter dogs. I mean, people they have such a bad reputation now, and it's so unfortunate because back in the early 1900s and stuff, people would leave their kids at home with those dogs, and they were literally called the babysitter dogs. Like they, yeah, nanny dogs. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I don't. Mm -hmm. They have a kind temperament. They just get such a bad rap for for what's what people have used them for lately it's so unfortunate people don't realize how kind and sweet and amazing those dogs are and the thing is they play with their emotions uh, the pit bulls are very like almost skittish so when they have that heightened sense of overreacting so they get a little skittish that's why they're good guard dogs that's why they nanny really well because they react really quickly so if a baby's crying it will go and take care of the baby maybe lick it until it falls asleep or just acknowledge that the baby needs something as well as if there's an intruder, it will be the first one to react. Yeah. So people play with that emotion. And I like when, when I was living with my girlfriend who had the rescue in Michigan, um, one of her dogs was used for fighting. So when he got over, when he will get overwhelmed, he actually will put himself in a corner, look mm -hmm. at a wall until he calm himself down. Okay. That was his coping mechanism. It was adorable. Yeah. I mean, there's humans. That's what they tell humans to do. You get all these coping strategies. It is amazing to see a dog that's that self-aware of, okay, I'm going to a bad place right now. I need to, okay. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. It really was beautiful mm -hmm. to see to see him do that. <laughs> the, the, the downer is when the cats and dogs fight for uh, space and then all of a sudden one or, or all of them start snoring. Then you're just like, okay, I've got a cavalcade of three dogs, one cat. And everybody's going, <laughs> so I could never have like a bulldog or anything like that. Like every, I love dogs. There's just certain breeds I could never see myself owning. And I just, I don't, and you know what, anybody out there that has like bulldogs or those kind of like drooly type breeds or like the snoring type breeds. Frenchies that are really popular nowadays. Yeah, but Frenchies don't really do that. Like I got a couple friends and that's like their favorite breeds. I never really hear them like snore and like. Oh, okay. well, then your friends were lucky because, goodness gracious, my cousin's dog sounds like a truck is parked outside. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. It's like, do you like, oh, this, this dog is adorable. And then you get it home and then you, then it starts snoring and you're like, oh, what do I do now? Or <laughs> need earplugs. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, you go sleep in your room. I'll be over here. <laughs> The cage is for training. You, you, yeah, in the other room behind a blanket and a door and another door. And uh, and five houses down. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll build you something in the backyard. You'll love it. You'll love it. It'll be all yours. <laughs> Rent free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just go enjoy it. Go enjoy it. No, no, I'm not building a sound booth to record audio for YouTube or, or something. <laughs> this, this is just for my dog. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is that will actually be a good way to do it. <laughs> That's awesome. And then you don't have to like deal with cleaning up with after them, like in the house, which is fantastic. I think you're the one that taught the person that taught me this. What's the best way to clean up cat hair and stuff off furniture? And like, what's the hack for it? Well, there are actually a couple of hacks that you can okay. use a wet towel. It's, it's the easiest thing. Like if you don't have anything else, just get a, a towel or a, a, a sheet and just get a little wet and then do it. If you have silicone, that's even better. Uh, you can also use a tape, like just fold it out outwards. Yeah. You can use tape. What did vacuum? But I what did I tell gloves. you? Like you get rubber gloves, but essentially that's the silicone aspect. So rubber, yeah. rubber silicone. And then when you rub it, it basically... We did it as a hack in our hack channel, and I, I forgot. It was a long time ago. That's why I threw it over to you. I, I try to, I try to do the stuff that I know you had experience with, and then I, I forget to account for um, 
Yeah. I did say gloves, though. I did say rubber gloves, but you're right, because we adapted the rubber gloves and added silicone to it. But then we found out that the silicone was too dry. So you actually need, like, the wet, not wet silicone, but, like, yeah, I used a coaster. You glue, too, didn't you? Like, there was something that said try to do, like, glue hot glue dots onto a glove. That's, and then you do That's that. what I did. Yeah, okay. But actually, the silicone, like this kind of silicone is actually better. This is my coaster, but people use it for hot plates, grabbing hot things. That type of silicone, there's a little, like, more flexible. That's mm -hmm. even better. So if you have nothing else, that'll do. If you guys want to see Maria a couple years ago, there is a, a mystery uh, hack channel out there. I'm not even going to give the name of the channel. It never really went anywhere, <laughs> but if you really wanted to find it... That'd be interesting. You guys can write in the comments below. If you come across, you're like, wait, that girl looks familiar. Hold on. Probably about three years ago, maybe. That was, was a lot of fun because we did do a lot of things about pets, cats and dogs. And I remember playing with the toys on the water and it was just so much fun. There was a lot of cool stuff. There was, there was yes. a lot of stuff in there, but it just, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> We're trying things. It's fun. Exactly. Okay, let's see. I'm trying to... Uh, I, I pulled some fun facts for this and I didn't really like commit them to memory. So we're trying to get back in the groove today. This is, this is <laughs> well, you see, I don't have my, my smart glasses. Yeah, so if we, I look a little off, we, well, we took a couple day break and then we started recording the, the animal facts videos. So everything's kind of, and then we got some really good feedback from people. Um, so I'm trying to kind of keep some of that stuff in mind, but in doing that, I'm a little disjointed in where I'm going. So, okay. Uh, Do you want me to throw some facts there about cats? No, I mean, I have some that we can share, but we still got a, a lot of other fun videos and stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find fun ways to like, without the chat, include the audience. But then like, every time I think I'm going to say something, I'm like, this could just turn into a kid's show where they're like, do you know what color the bird is? Let me hear it. <laughs> do you know who hears better between a cat and a dog? <laughs> We only have two options. What do you think it is, kid, guys, people? It's here. a 50, 50 percent. <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from that. Call a friend. <laughs> oh, now we're going to turn it into who wants to be in the, you get a phone a friend now. And um... <laughs> trying to make it more adult, uh, you know, also. <laughs> Since most of our audience is adults, you know, we have a lot of kids because it is a fun show and it's very PG. But he's really, you know. All right. So I'm going to lead you down a path, and I'm going to see if you can come up with the answer for this. It'll be a little PG-13-ish. We'll see. Okay. So we all know that cats love catnip. Do you, yes. first, do you know what catnip is? Let's yeah, I used to have catnip in my house. Okay. Well, like tell the plant. Share with, share with the crowd. It's like from like a, from the, it looks like a mint. It's like a mint family. To, I think it's from the mint family. Okay. And you can actually brew it into tea or actually uh, dry it. And you can put it in little sachets or something that the cats will not destroy. But I used to sprinkle and I have my cats eat it. Yeah. So most people don't really like that catnip is actually a plant. It's a plant that cats really like. And it is. It's from the mint family. Um, but there is an equivalent. There's an equivalent for dogs. Do you know what it is? No. Yes. No. Dog catnip, essentially. Dog catnip. Yes, a dog so catnip. Basically, dog nip. In, in, and sometimes it's nipping at a cat, so it's literally dog catnip. <laughs> but in this case, it's, it's an equivalent. Cat lovers love that comment, I bet. <laughs> Dogs like to nip. I mean, that one dog was just kissing the poor kitten to death while it was just trying to get over to the fence to hang out. It doesn't mean that they're doing it in a, like a mean, cruel way. Like the little young uh, German shepherd, like trying to put the snout of that female cat. And she's like, okay, that's too far. Yeah, like, okay, it's just too, too many. There is a, such a thing as overloving me. You've, you've done it. You've accomplished overloving. Thank you very much. Um, so there is a popular alcoholic beverage in Greece and Italy. And it's also... Some version of it is actually also the uh, most popular drink in Colombia. Like Guzzo, Aguardiente. Mm -hmm. What's it made out of? Uh, sugar cane. No. no, it's not sugar cane. The flavor, though. The actual flavor. Oh, anisette. That's it. That's mm -hmm. the dog catnip. Dogs love anise. 
and it's a plant. Are you serious? Yeah. Like you star can... anise, the star anise. I have not tried this, but this is what I read while doing my research, and it says that the dog equivalent of catnip is anise. Guys, so. if you have tried that, please let us know. I don't have one. At home. I don't have anise at home. Anise at home. Star anise. The herb anise. Now I know the star anise. I don't think of that as an herb though. That's like a. But it might just be pulled from the plant. I don't know how star anise is acquired. Uh, it's like literally like the fruit that just has pods. Okay, so that's it's just plant, pod. Just like the catnip is the plant part of it. I think it's no. The, the catnip is the entire plant. You can even cut the stems, and it's just it's just a mint. But this one, this one is more like a, like a pod that opens up. Okay. And the the dry fruit or whatever just opens up, and the the that's the anise. So I don't know if it's the the fruit pot itself or it could be the leaves. Like mint is a leaf, so it could be the leaves themselves. It didn't specifically say what part, and obviously I didn't test this. Um, but so I'd be really interested to find out if anybody else a knew this. Guess what Maria will be doing soon, and researching B, that. <laughs> figure out uh, if some people have some experience with this because I found that really interesting because I've never I've never heard that before. So I was like, hmm. okay, so I have a horrible story to tell you. Okay. Okay. Um, you guys don't like horrible stories? Plug your ears. Now, Maria, are we talking horrible, like mean, cruel, somebody dies in the end, or like it's just like horrible so to me is okay. PG to you guys. Horrible Pretty to me is PG okay. to you. So you'll be okay. All Maria, of you. Yes. I just wanted Maria to admit that on her own. Okay, go ahead, guys. Here's a horrible story from Maria. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, my uncle. His wife, my mom and I, and I had Pepita with me, were sitting at outside of this little town in, in of the city of Medellin. And uh, we were sitting outside and my uncle was drinking aguardiente, as Ryan described, is made out of start of anise. So some a little bit of spells, which is like a mega no-no in, in our country, spilling wine, uh, spilling any liquor is just bad. It's just bad. Pretty so common. So some of it spills, and I'm not paying much attention. And all of a sudden, I see Pepita licking something off the table. Pretty soon do I realize that it wasn't the water that was dripping. No, it was the alcohol, the aguardiente. Mm -hmm. And you can see him like next day. She probably had a headache or something because she was looking at me like. <laughs> well, no, no, hold on. Continue the story, though. It wasn't from the two drops she licked off the table that she had a hangover. They were like more than three, four drops. I, I thought your uncle then basically tried to give her a shot after that. Not a complete he, shot. Not he a spilled a little more. Like he, on purpose to kind of keep, you know, so we don't know how many times maybe he did that when nobody was looking. So peeps could have got, uh, got a good little, uh, okay, all right. It, he thought it was hilarious. I, I, Nothing happened to Pepita. It wasn't animal abuse. So it's not like, oh my God. No, she was fine. But you can tell, and she's very tiny, so three, four licks to her is just a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was just hilarious because you can almost see, like, she's like, don't talk mm -hmm. to me about this. We'll talk about it tomorrow. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my uncle about it, and he was so happy because he doesn't care for much for cats and dogs. So yeah. connecting with Pepita in that way, although it sounds awful, was a way for him to really connect with an animal, and nothing happened to Pepita. She was fine. Well, that's that's how men connect. We drink. So, you know, if that's can't connect to someone, you have drinks together and all of a sudden you're friends. So it works with animals, too, apparently. Yes, it does. It's, it's apparent. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, so I wanted to, uh, you know, sometimes they're they're adorable and they're cuddly and they're kissy and stuff. But I kissy. To know a nice little like impressive but also very cool teamwork when what can happen if cats and dogs get together and try to solve a problem oh clearly these guys are curious and i'm assuming this is coming from some kind of like front door cam because of the fish eye nature of it yes 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 uh, what i'm impressed is how it's going to try to open a circular door like this is like you can see there like the cat is measuring the angles of the earth and the rotation of the thing and and the dog's just like is it open yet yeah no the dog is cheerleading the dog is cheerleading and look like do you see the cat is turning around to see if somebody saw him 
Uh-huh. I think this is my favorite part, though. I've got to say. This part here where the dog looks up at the cat. Like, you opened it. You going first? You going first or you opened it for me? Oh, you opened it for me. Okay, I'm going to... I'll go. Thank you. Thank you. The funny thing is I took it as, is this okay to do? I didn't take it as a polite thing like you did. I took it more as a, we're going to get in trouble. Is this okay to do? Because we are not supposed to do this. The way I read the subtitles, I print okay. the bubbles. My okay. bubbles say, let's go outside, said the cat. And the dog is like, no, we cannot go outside. And the cat is like, yes, we can. Let me show you how. Okay. And then as okay. soon as the cat opens the door, the dog is like, oh, now what? No way, so we got to take turns then. Let's let's do it, if that's what... I said mine. You, your turn. You have to do it during the video, Maria. Here you go. Go ahead. Maria's going to do a funny animal voiceover for everyone. Ah! She thinks no, it's going... No, funny's going to be... Oh, yeah. what's going on? What are you doing? And the cat is like, oh, I'm just testing the theory of opening this thing. I don't have possible thumbs, but I can try. Let me see if I'm that smart. I don't think my human is that smart, so I'm just going to try, because I've seen them opening it. And the dog is like, okay, let me see pretty. Maybe that will help. Uh, let me check the angle. And the cat is like, um, let me see if anybody's watching from the other part. Um, because if I open the door, we need to be able to escape. So the door has to be wide open on the other side. Okay, okay. I'll help from here. Cat jumps up. And um, the cat is like, I think I figured the angle of the earth and how to open this thing, even though I don't have possible thumbs. Here, I made it. Okay, uh, do I go out? Oh, no, hold on. Okay, bye, bye. You suck. You didn't leave. Translation. Done. <laughs> Classic. Man, that is a neurotic cat, though. That's all I got to say. Because <laughs> that cat... Oh, my God. I'm going to check this angle. Man, that cat's high strung. <laughs> so that's my reading. <laughs> I translated what, they, what was going on there. <laughs> I mean, you were doing such a good job. I felt like we should do it during the video because that's just so much more fun that way. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awful. So I apologize to anyone who didn't think that was a smart translation to what was going on. Hopefully you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought the cat was so chill and calm, but in your world, that cat was neurotic as heck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was my interpretation of the whole thing, you know. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that was part of the fun. I mean, you started it. I figured we might as well just run with it. <laughs> that was god-awful. <laughs> I apologize in advance for the cat and the dog in this picture that were depicted as neurotic critters. Gotcha. Okay. All right. No, I think that was, hey, if that's what you thought was going on, then I would let, man, this is where it's like, I wish we could just like bring in people and have everybody do their own like individual narration of what they thought this <laughs> i was going pinky on the brain style yeah I, remember okay. you had a little i now i see you you kind of pick some archetypes and something you and you just kind of went with it all right yes okay. all right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the cat was as evil as as he probably could have been but no no pinky pinky uh was awful gotcha. no brain was awful pinky was just the way i depicted that dog that's pinky <laughs> <laughs> oh man so do you want to see the best animal hug of all times? Yes. Hand it over. Wow. Hug it over. Hug it over. Hands down. Best animal to animal hug that has ever existed. Here we go. Let's do it. There we go. This is how it's done. Run. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> The beautiful thing is even as the video pause, you can still feel the energy of <laughs> like they jump and, and they glee. Yeah, the <laughs> oh. That is honestly the cutest thing in the planet. You guys listening at home that don't have the benefit of the video, this little kitten runs as fast as it possibly can, leaps in the air and literally just attaches itself to this dog's face. <laughs> then falls over back onto the grass and just kind of looks at it like, what are you doing? You should have done the voiceover for that. I, well, maybe. Maybe maybe some other time. We each have our own perspectives and you're on a roll, so. <laughs> we'll, start, we'll start taking turns, maybe. We'll, I can fly! We'll, 
a little uh, battle section for that. We'll play a video, and then you play the what you think the voices are, and then I'll play what I think the voices are. <laughs> no, no, no. I think better yet, if we each pick one of them and just go with it. Like, you oh. choose the cat or the dog, and I choose the other one. Character. See, this is the difference. As a guy, I want to compete. And Maria's like, no, we're a team. And I'm like, no, you do a version, I do a version. And then the audience says, who's better? I am victorious. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, you're really good at it. Um, or at least commenting about it. It just is very hilarious. I I can come up with some pretty random stuff sometimes. I was watching a video about uh, it was I think it was a lion or something, and it was attacking um, a wildebeest. And I did this entire voiceover where it wasn't the lion attacking the wildebeest because it was trying to kill it. It's because the lion had a thorn in its paw, and he was trying to have the wildebeest help him get the thorn out of his paw. So when he jumped on the wildebeest, what looked like an attack was just him trying to like get the thorn into the wildebeest tough skin and then it would pull it out of his paw and then everything that happened with the unsuccess of that action and, and the whole scene played out like that so it do tend to come up with uh, some pretty random stuff yes you are more random than i am i am more of the clear objective you're more of the creative angle that it could have taken and i think that's really great <laughs> it can be fun <clears throat> people have tried to talk me into doing like a YouTube channel specifically about that. And I'm like, I don't know. I find myself funny and you guys do, but I don't know if playing a, a clip of a, uh, like a lion running left and right and going like a cheetah going crazy all over the place. And I'm joking that he just got a new pair of shoes. He's trying to break them in. Like, I think that's funny. But I, I mean, it is, I do. think it's great. I mean, it is nature that an animal is going to hunt. I mean, that's the balance between, you know, prey and predator. And mm. there is nothing as horrible as, as we may see it, because there is suffering. I mean, the animals, somebody was saying, like an animal communicator was saying that some animals, that's the only time when they actually truly feel alive because they're yeah. feeling the energy and the adrenaline is going and they're trying to escape. So to them is, they're not afraid of mortality like humans are. Mm -hmm. They're more like in the moment and just live in that moment. And that's the, the highest moment of adrenaline that they will ever get. Yeah, I was very impressed with that. Yeah, there's humans like that too. I mean, you get the adrenaline junkies that have to do all the, uh, you know, the highly dangerous activities, and that's kind of the only way they get their rush. I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at lions' lives, and it's just kind of laying around, laying around, laying around until you go hunt. So, yeah, it's kind of like, well, there's that other thing in my life is laying around or hunting. It's kind of like your only two options, unless you're like group raising children or something like that, but. Um, and speaking of raising children, sometimes cats and dogs kind of like to help each other out sometimes. And, and animals, just like humans, sometimes when you got a lot of kids, you're kind of just like, okay, I'm burned out. I'm done. I don't, cats don't necessarily have like a spouse that sticks around to like help raise the kids when they need to get out of the house and, you know, get some time with their friends. But sometimes, sometimes you friendly is around. That's adorable. We started playing, so I want to take it all the way from the beginning. So literally, when this cat needs a break, she just takes her kittens over to her dog friend and just says, all right, they're yours for a while. They're yours. Oh, <laughs> the dog is like, what am I going to do with these things? <laughs> and they're like, um, where's the milk, sir? Excuse me, where's the Hello. milk? Hello. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty adorable. But I love the dog's expression, like... <laughs> Okay, what do I do now? Um. <laughs> I mean, he seems pretty comfortable and by no means running away, but it was really funny, the expression on the female cat was like, here, take him. But that's also a very good sign of trust yeah. of the female cat. That was a beautiful cat, by the way. Or just, I've absolutely had enough and I cannot take these kittens anymore. I don't care if this, this other animal eats them whole. I just can't deal with them. <laughs> trust or trust. There's, the, there's probably... Probably the trust thing. Um. It, it is the second choice, by the way. No animal in their right mind will go through the process of gestation and caring to then give up, especially because that drains a lot of energy for them. And that is also what happens in the animal world, in the wild kingdom, literally, is a female who guards their baby will guard them with, their li with her life because that's her extension, genetic extension of 
you know, just keep going and reproducing and, and leaving a mark in the world. So they're not going to give up that easy and be like, oh, I just eat that one. Eh, it's okay. I have Look, five more. Yeah, I mean, clearly I was joking. Just, just like this next one that's coming. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe having the kittens weren't her choice because somebody, somebody introduced them to a new household, plugged in this pheromone thing into the wall so they'd get along, left the pheromone thing on entirely too long, and now <laughs> in the world that we're not expected to be had <laughs> and sterilized is always a good thing <laughs> well i mean you're the one talking about pheromones and, and plugging it into the wall i just saw that going horribly wrong if you didn't unplug it after a certain period of time but it probably doesn't work that way but it could work that way <laughs> It's not designed that way, like those fancy, expensive perfumes that some people buy, and just because it releases pheromones and and it makes them more attractive, that yeah. I always yeah. find that to be very interesting. Well, when it comes to the dating game, anything that you think might work, if if it's not going well for you, you're willing to try. So even if it's a placebo effect, eh? You know what? And sometimes that's really all it is. I mean, it's. We, we aren't, I mean, we are animals, but because we, we get wrapped up in our heads so much and think about things so much, like animals, it's pretty basic. It's like, okay, I've got the display or I've got this dance or I've got uh, numbers or I'm, I need to be the head of the pack and go fight this guy. There's, there's really usually only like one thing you need to get do and it either works or it doesn't work as an animal. That's like, true. So it's, it's kind of like I'm successful or not and I'm going to do my thing and Hopefully it works, and that's as far as you can go. There's there's not like a cavalcade of options. So uh, sometimes uh, humans get a little too wrapped up in their own heads. So yeah, and so do animals. I was watching a video, but I can't remember what kind of bird um, actually hires like choir. Like he's the main performer, and he has like two other birds like in the choir. Really? Yeah, something like that. It was just fascinating, but I can't remember the kind of bird. I just remember being perplexed by the complexity of their mating ritual and the other two, the wingmen, the yes, two wingmen, like literally. Very clever. <laughs> but I'm full. I can't touch my table or my camera will shake. Um, <laughs> and do they like alternate? Does like then the wingman gets to be the front singer and then like. No, no, they like they, they choose who's going to. No. No, they choose who the main character is going to be and. It, and he has stayed the main character the whole time. Like you are forever backup dancers. No, 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 no. In that particular day, in that particular scene, yes, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant if she didn't like number one, then number two will become the main. Oh, no, no can't be, that's a horrible wingman. You can't steal the girl if it just because the other guy <laughs> struck out. That's a horrible wingman. <laughs> yeah, you like go to another bar or sorry, another location, another and branch, and another branch. <laughs> And then they rotate, and then that head guy becomes a backup dancer, and then a new I guy don't remember out. how that went, but I think it may be something like that, or it could be younger ones, and they learn the dance. So when they are ready, they will be the ones who will do it. It's something more like that than it is for them to... Because once they get a mate, why will they waste their time? But if he's younger, they, I think it had to do more with being younger and them learning the dance moves. So... There's a lot of, I mean, there's, there's actually pretty rare in the animal kingdom monogamy. Like penguins do it. There's there's a few different animal types that are monogamous, but it's not that common in the animal kingdom. So It's not. Ravens have a very strong family ties. Vultures do too. Um, there are a lot of birds. It's more common to see in some birds at least a seasonal monogamy or a lifetime monogamy because there's also a difference in yeah. some animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that that would be interesting to see, kind of. So, if anybody knows who that bird is, guys, comments below, please. Uh, now I, I want. Wish to, I could remember. Just like search on Google. It's like which bird has backup dancers. I don't. I think I could probably <laughs> spend like two hours trying to like. But there's so many people that are like, very like passionate about birds and bird watching and different species and stuff. So. The bird people in the group, if you know what this bird is, I really would like to know because I'm actually very curious as to how this all breaks down and the dynamics of it, all jokes aside, because that is actually really, uh, that is really interesting to me. It is fascinating. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it really is. Um, let's see. Oh, sometimes, sometimes you become such good friends with somebody that you start taking on like their mannerisms. Like you notice that like, 
Yes, you know, yes, yes. Or two guy friends, you start to speak their like tonalities or you've got like surfer talk or you've got like, there's just certain, and you start to kind of acquire those mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes then you kind of start dressing alike or within like the same style because you're friends. I mean, it's it's pretty rare to see somebody like full gothed out and then like somebody like Louis Vuitton, like designer everything, like just chilling, being best friends. It's just usually you kind of, you blend. Yeah, yeah you attract similars. Or you kind of adjust to whoever, you can kind of tell who the alpha is, whoever kind of adjusted to the other person. And it's kind of like, okay, this is probably the, the leader of this pack. Um, <laughs> It happens with dogs too and cats. It does. Sometimes they hang out and they actually start to like take on each other's characteristics so much so that they actually look like twins. Colorations and they're dressing the same way. Dressed the same way. And they just start twinning. And that's just, you know, (laughs) that's how they roll. That is really adorable. That is really, really stinking precious. That's a beautiful border collie, by the way. Yeah, it is. It really is. They both are. Whoever the owners are really like definitely keep them up. And you can tell how much that they like each other. Yeah, they sure they certainly do. That is pretty adorable. But the cat I love how they do the photo shoots. <laughs> the cat just has to be a cat and be slightly independent. So it's like all right. Not I, only I, that, but there's a trash there. So hey, jumpy. Mm-hmm friends no longer friends we got food see you later bye Uh, that's awesome (laughs) that is adorable that was very adorable so we started doing this on some of the uh the animal facts videos i was telling you guys about but basically the last section the the videos are broken up into threes so we basically just kind of do like uh fire facts where it's kind of like i do one maria does one and we just have fun trading like fun facts and then we go into kind of stories about the animals but the last section is kind of to me the funnest section which is like the quiz section um and it's fun because we get to include you guys too so we're going to kind of do it jeopardy style where we we ask a question and we'll give you a little bit of time to think about it and we're going to give maria some time to think about it and then uh and then we're going to get to the bottom of uh of these quizzes here so it's just kind of fun to throw things out. But when you look at a hyena, Maria, would you think a hyena is more closely related to a cat or a dog? Or oh, hyenas? Or another animal completely? I don't know who they're related to, but when you look at a hyena, most people think it's a dog. Okay. Hyenas are very interesting because they're the only thing I remember from biology class is the hyenas are very androgynous in the sense that it's very hard to distinguish who the male or the female is okay. because of their body is hard to notice. Their hormones, speaking of hormones and, and things, are very similar. That's all I know about hyenas. Okay. So Would you like- close, I will say closely related to a dog than okay. a cat. Maria is going straight by appearance and going with dog. Now the first- I am. First clue would have to be, if it was that easy, I probably wouldn't have asked the question. Yes, of course yeah. I am, sure. And then if it's an either or, that really only leaves you one other option. But that's why I said or some other animal completely. Hold on. Who else could it be looking? Definitely not a hippo. <laughs> Definitely not a lion because that's a cat. Most closely related to the no <laughs> <laughs> i'm going through the list of what will be close dingoes right. but dingoes are dogs next, we're just shutting this question down i'm sorry there's a certain limit where i just can't <laughs> you're shutting the question down go for it okay okay um mongooses mongooses and civets are Which you are serious? Yes. So therefore, since it's closest to mongoose and civets, that would make it more closely related to a cat than a dog if you had to pick between the two. Yeah, but that would be closer to a weasel, right? They are. Yeah, mongooses are closer. So it's to not the- nowhere near. Exactly. Nowhere. They're, they're definitely more weasel-like than they are. But if you had to pick between cat and dog, the answer would be cat, even though they look like dogs. Um, but a weasel but, is not closer to a cat. Well, a civet, though. 
Mongoose uh, and you're right. are the two that they're actually closest related to. Like the division kind of like all three of them were part of something and then there was a division into the three. Um, that threw me off. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. Unlike all the carnivores, spotted hyenas have a complex social system where animals live in female-dominated clans of up to 90 individuals. 90. Wow. That's, That's a huge group. That is a lot. That is a lot. You want some more? <laughs> yes, go for it. Okay. All right, let's see. Let's see. Um, ooh, this will be fun. Okay. Bye. So most people know that dogs dog was the first animal in space. Uh, the Russians put a dog up there. Uh, I know who. I know who. I know who. Laika. Yo, you like the question? Yeah. No. I can, I got her name was Laika, and she actually died of oxygen deprivation. They couldn't bring her back. Well, didn't need to tell the sad part. That was unnecessary. <laughs> it's the stuff I knew about her. Okay, okay. She was a street uh, puppy. Now, the Americans put uh, cats up not too long thereafter. Um, most people also know that they've done monkeys. Monkeys are pretty common, people know. You want to guess a couple of the other animals? Yes. Frogs. Space. Frogs. They did a testing about salamanders on the reproduct on their, uh, because they, if you, if an arm gets chopped, how fast they would uh, restore it. So they had uh, frogs, spiders, but they dehydrated. Just so you guys know, Maria is, is not the smartest person on the planet with all the encyclopedic knowledge at her fingertips. She did a video about this subject a while back, but since it was like three <laughs> years ago, much like the uh, the cat hack video, I thought she might have forgotten some of it. So uh, she is spitting off some good ones, but I know she's not going to get them all. So this will be fun to see uh, where she falls short and then where we can kind of egg her on. So go ahead. Guinea so pigs. So guinea pigs, spiders, frogs, or, or reptiles. I think there was a turtle too. We have the monkeys, we have the dog, we have the cat. We had, well, I already said guinea pig. Um, they have the spiders. They had some beetles too. Two. I can't think. Huh? You're missing two. Well, one is insects in general, so I don't, I'm not really going to count that one. Well, I said bugs. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm, I'm okay with bugs or, or insects. Anytime you guys see me looking off camera a little bit, I have like a Word document with like the facts and questions on it because I'm not going to memorize all these things. So if you're oh, like, he takes me to memorize it. Why is he not paying attention? I am, but I'm, I'm gazing over at my uh, Word document of fun facts and, and stuff. So <clears throat> two, you got two more. You said uh, bugs and I already said spiders. Um, I'm going to give you newts because newts are really close to salamanders. Yes, they are. I did say about salamanders. I will give you that one. There's one that I did not know that I think is going to surprise even you. So you got one left. And it is a sea animal. Are you kidding me? They put a sea animal? Yes. Well, Octopus. Close. You're close. So it's a cephalopod? Octopi are pretty big, though. You probably would want to. No, some I mean, okay. So if it's the smaller one, it'll have to be a squid. Although they're very large squids, too. What's Remember that one day where the whole show fell jellyfish, apart? Jellyfish, 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 jellyfish. <laughs> jellyfish. <laughs> Your face was like, Maria, re re as soon as you said, remember that, I was like, he has to be jellyfish. <laughs> We had an episode, guys. I don't know, it was probably like 10 episodes ago where man, it just No, fell. it was like two episodes ago. <laughs> it was longer than that. No, it no. was bubbles. There, okay, it was the bubble. That's right. And it just totally fell off the rails. So Maria and I both got our braids. I don't know if you guys do this or not, but you get locked into a concept. And then once your brain is already within a specific box, you can't like remove yourself and start like thinking <laughs> abstractly again. So Maria locked into... What? I locked into... Yeah, you locked, I locked into squids, and we could not think of the word for jellyfish. But the worst part is I'm saying gelatinous. Gelatinous. Yeah. <laughs> I think we went for like five minutes. I'm like on Google, but my brain is so locked into squid, and I'm trying to prove it's a squid, and then Maria's... <laughs> And then I'm like, uh, Portuguese man of war. You're like, it's not a Portuguese man of war. I'm like, okay, you're right. He's not. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So that's that was the the jo inside joke there was 
the animal that we couldn't think of and then maria got it instantly because of exactly that episode i wonder what kind i wonder if they took the one that never dies they i forgot the name of that particular those are pretty big i forget which one that is too but i think that's one of the bigger jellyfish so no they would have taken a tiny one because you they know it's a tiny one um the the one that lives forever is not very big oh okay I have to look that up. I don't I don't recall. I remember I know that that is a thing, but I don't know which of the jellyfish, squid, sea nettle, Portuguese man of war it is. Turritopsis. It's called Turritopsis. No, of course I can think of that. No, it's a dinosaur. Um, it's not. Does it sound like a dinosaur though? It sounds like a dinosaur, but Turritopsis is the 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 never dying jellyfish. Okay. okay. Since we're talking about never dying stuff, we can we can go back to our, our favorite um, water pandas slash what's what's their other name, Maria? Water pandas? Yeah, water bears. Water bears are also. Oh, called... you're talking about no. I see who you're talking about now. Those are the, the tiny microscopic yeah, with yeah. What's eight the word? six legs. Yeah, yeah. Um. This oh like, this my! Is like your favorite animal for like our first ten episodes. You mentioned them like four times. Oh, it sounds like Turritopsis, but now, like you said, I got caught up with that. <laughs> Her brain is stuck. <laughs> I can describe them to you and talk to you about them and where they have launched them into space, but I can't remember. That's the fact I was going to tell you, we actually polluted the moon with them. Like yes, it we was did. On a rocket, and when they landed on the moon, there are now. Um... Maria, come on, come on, come on. It's not Turritopsis, it's. You're so stuck on Turritopsis now. <laughs> I broke something on my phone. Now I'm like. Tardigrades. Um, tardigrades. <laughs> Ryan, it's tardigrades. I like to watch her struggle a little bit, guys. It's fun just to kind of see her twist in the wind, just to see if she can come up with it for fun. Because I love learning about animals so much that I want to remember everything, but I can't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Last quiz question, just so you guys get a little flavor of <laughs> the fact videos, but these are always entertaining to me also. And I think you guys get to learn a lot. And hopefully just like Jeopardy, you guys are yelling at the screen, the answers before Maria can even come up with them. Jellyfish, like, jellyfish. Boom, come on, how do you not know this? Like whatever fun stuff you do for Jeopardy, you could do during our quiz section of the fact videos. That'll be this essentially. Um, what is the most popular animal? And by popular, I mean like by number, by popular. quantity of it's pets in the United States. You'll be surprised. Most people say it's dog, but it's actually cats. You'll be surprised. You're wrong. <gasps> <laughs> Are you serious? Think it through a little more. Then it has to be a hamster. Guinea pig? Turtles? All right. Here's the clue, though. <sighs> By number, Maria. By number. So, usually if you have a dog, you've got one or two dogs. If you have cats, you've got two. One or two hamsters. What is a pet that you would buy a lot of? It's not snakes. It's not spiders. It's not lizards. I'm going through the list. Parakeets. Parakeets. Okay. Birds. Would, would find them in the same environment you would find a jellyfish. Oh my gosh, fish, of course. <laughs> Freshwater fish are the most popular pet in the United States. Due to exactly that, you usually don't have one fish in your fish tank. Unless you, you have a beta. Have, you're right. But still, on average, you're going to buy more fish uh, than you would have cats or dogs. <sighs> easier to take care of. So a lot of people, I know I had fish. I had a fish tank that uh, I had a brand new fish tank. Oh, my parents love this one that I had bought. And we had just done an extension on the house and my dad had an office at the back of the new extension. So I put the fish tank in there because I already had one in the front room. So I got another fish tank. I had a lot of money as a paper boy as a kid. So I spent it on like baseball cards, candy and like fish tanks, I guess. Important um, things, important things. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I guess whoever, whoever made the tank didn't make it right. And there was a problem with the seal. So like, basically I flooded my dad's whole brand new office and not brand new in the sense of like, he just designed it. Like he built the entire addition to the house 
and that was part of the office. And there was water no. all over the carpet, the padding, everything else. Yeah, they loved that one. Oh, um, I bet they loved you for it. Yes. And uh, if you guys can hear the knocking in the background, that's my neighbor apparently probably trying to put up some pictures and stuff. So Yeah, uh, I was about to ask you what that was. And then he yeah. disappears. So I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take that as the proverbial uh, hook of the uh, talent on stage and uh, wind this up since we are getting uh, to the uh, one hour mark anyway. Um, <laughs> I hope Thank you, you very much. I hope you like it. Bye. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to get it under an hour. I hope you guys like the show. Um, Maria and I always have so much fun doing these. We're trying to change the pace up a little bit. Um, again, please, guys, if you have any comments or suggestions um, about the show, we really do listen to them. We love to hear what you guys think and take this stuff in because the show is still evolving. So uh, people talking about wanting to be more interactive with the show, that's something that we have more fun with. So it was fantastic to hear that. Um, sometimes we get tangent. When you're trying to develop something, sometimes you kind of go a little too far into... Video, video, presentation, presentation, and you forget that this whole thing was supposed to be fun. Yes. So, uh, guys, please, comments, uh, and then do us a favor. It uh, really helps if you guys support us and click the subscribe button on YouTube or Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, wait, hold on. No, I'm not saying goodbye yet. I've got to get rid of something to get to the button. And now the button is stuck. <laughs> So I, I had to get rid of my fancy notes that were covering my goodbye button. Now I'm at the goodbye button. So let's recompose. Okay, everybody. Thank you for. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you had fun. See you later.